0: And now, on with the show.
1: Winston?
2: Yes, sir. How are you doing, John?
1: I'm good. Thanks for your punctuality, my friend.
2: My pleasure. My pleasure. Did I catch you at a good time?
1: Yeah, yeah. i blocked brought this for us.
2: All right. Fantastic. Well, uh, catch me up. What's going on with, in your world? So much. I see you.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, quite a bit. Uh, when's the last time you and I saw each other?
2: Gosh. Um... Probably maybe eight years ago, Henry Evans' um, marketing event maybe uh, would be the last time I can remember. Maybe it was one of your – I um, DJed an event you did, but I think that was much further back. <laughs> I think that was like 15 years ago maybe, 10 years ago. I want to say it was um, a, a bar crawl or uh, you had a bunch of bands playing. and um,
1: Yeah, it was yeah. a while back like at the tail end of my event promotions uh mm. career like when i was kind of not that into it anymore yeah. <laughs> uh that was november 2010 is when that one was uh yeah
2: I was so nine, nine years personal development.
1: yeah i have a good head for dates nice. and the head thing would have been probably a year or two later as i was transitioning into personal development and going to seminars looking to put on my own seminars yeah, I remember it was Clinton Young who introduced us. You and Clinton still yeah. talk?
2: Well, Clinton actually works here, too, uh, where I work now. And um, so, yeah, very uh, coincidental. Uh, yeah, Clinton and I are still good buddies. And so um, he's been at this company where I'm at now. He's been here for maybe, I want to say, close to eight years. And I've been here for about three years now. So it's uh, mm-hmm. real estate education company, which is right at both of our alleys.
1: Wow, tell that boy I miss his friendship when you yeah, have a chance, will right?
2: do, will do, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so I've seen, uh, I just saw your tiny house project, and, you know, congratulations on that. That is really exciting.
1: Yeah, it's uh, – the thing I love most about it is the enthusiasm from others. I, myself, was not a tiny house enthusiast mm-hmm. before getting into this. I am passionate about community and being able to touch lives and some of the things I have to deal with on a daily basis, whether it's plumbing or those kinds of things, you know, I'm not hands-on myself, yet I am overseeing it. It's not exactly what sets my soul on fire and a lot of it's over my head, so there's a learning curve that's kind of frustrating at times. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm happy with it. It's uh, getting a lot of great attention. You know, we have that ABC news segment, which has been like a tidal wave of attention that's knocked me over. And the timing of it is just funny too, because, you know, I was feeling this desire to get back out in front of people and be a transformational leader and to really step it up from what I was doing previously with the speaker venture and training people with their public speaking. Mm -hmm. And the Be the Bridge event just came to me as like, the next level of mm-hmm. spirituality and activism and how we can really play bigger than ever before to address the biggest social issues of our time as a spiritual community. And I was getting people on board for that. And then I was like, I'm only a week away from that. I'm <laughs> fielding so many inquiries about tiny house block as a result of the <laughs> ABC segment. So it's an interesting time for sure because they're kind of like different parts of me, although they are, Related to each other, like the exact relationship between Be the Bridge and Tiny House Block is not really clear to me (laughs) yet. And I'm okay with that. It'll be revealed, you know, certainly as I do this event, as I host more things at Tiny House Block and just get clear on what my my mission is.
2: Nice. Yeah, Yeah, very cool. Very cool, John. Well, um, yeah, I was just kind of, you know, going through all the. Different things that you've got, um, yeah. Speaker venture here, and yeah, I remember here and now, sight and sound, and then tiny house block. What are the things that you would most want me? So obviously, uh, tiny house block is is huge right now, and then be the bridge is your your focus. What things are, are there? Anything um, specific around those that you would like to talk about, or uh, anything else outside of those that you'd like to talk about, or what would you most want to to be able to showcase?
1: Uh, would you remind me, once? Then I apologize, the name of your podcast, what is it? <laughs> sure,
2: it's Find Your Flow. So the idea is uh, there's, it's basically five different ways, um, I divide it into five different laws of water flow, it's an acronym kind of thing, uh, so basically mind flow, body flow, spirit flow, social flow, cash flow, and finding the ways that we can find balance through uh, the experience of flow states, and, uh, again, whether that's from um, feeding the mind to be able to learn skills, uh, body flow is the actual physical expression of these things, spirit flow is, um, you know, the spiritual aspect of that. The social flow is connecting with others that are in, on that same vibration and that same wavelength, and then uh, cash flow is is the financial aspect, you know, being aware of uh, the energy in finances and in um, developing cash flow type uh, opportunities through community and through self, and uh, and that's kind of it, bringing it together and help people find their unique pieces of those, uh, you know, different puzzles and their own combination of them and uh, to find, in essence, their own flow. Did I lose you, John? got really quiet. Hopefully oh, sorry. I didn't scare you off. That's good. Uh,
1: <laughs> I love it. The four flows, just so I have my notes in front of me. Are there again? Five.
2: Five, yep. Mind, body, spirit, social, cash.
1: Mind, body, spirit, social, cash. So here's what strikes me about this, that between tiny House Block and Be the Bridge, mm-hmm. this is pretty well covered, and I feel like we can dance between those, and maybe we'll address, let's say, from a cash flow standpoint, uh, the tiny house block is uh, what I do for a living, right, Mm -hmm. and that's how I earn my income is from the short-term and long-term rentals that come in from it, and there's a certain amount of attention that must be paid to that, and when it comes to say spirit or social, there was a sort of vacuous quality to it that I find is quite common with people where if day in and day out you're just focused on what you do to make money, mm-hmm. then uh, that's bankrupt i mean it's gonna it's gonna run out uh, mm-hmm. at some point. and I have a very personally a low pain threshold for that. I can Mm only take so much of just doing something like that's more cash flow oriented, even though I'll be the first to say that what I do is pretty freaking cool Mm -hmm. compared to (laughs) a lot of people who just hate their jobs and all that. I mean, I for the most part, deal with really positive people that are really interested in this. It's not like being a a police officer, you know, where Mm -hmm. people see you, they're not happy to see you. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So that said, my personal calling to be transforming lives in the most direct way possible was not being satisfied by having discussions about, oh, the water went out in my one-night rental that I got from you.
2: Mm-hmm. It
1: just wasn't setting the stage for those kinds of conversations. Something that I find interesting, I'm just going to throw this out there and you know tell you tell me what you think would be best suited with your audience, Winston, is that with Be the Bridge, one thing that I'm excited about it is that it's not a requirement for this thing to make money. It's really purposeful is where it's coming from. And the idea that uh, doing something purposeful outside your career is generally reserved for rich philanthropists, is what I've noticed, or people who volunteer occasionally, maybe they'll join the Peace Corps, which is fantastic, or they'll do a beach cleanup even then it's more just like a phase they might go through. It's by no means standard operating procedure Mm -hmm. for people. And I feel like there is something missing when we look at our lives and we see that, all right, what does life look like? Monday through Friday, we work. Mm -hmm. Evenings, we watch Netflix. Saturdays, Mm -hmm. we go to the park or to the beach, go out drinking, go out to dinner, and then repeat. Right. Meanwhile, we have mass public shootings. We have a human rights violations, sex trafficking, uh, women being denied the right to express themselves. Uh, in certain parts of the world where it's not safe to be gay, and we're all just kind of saying it's not my problem. And I just decided I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with myself doing that, and. Honestly, I'm not okay with others doing that. And if there's anything that I can uh, be or show them that those who have a calling to be more, because I can't change someone's way of thinking, uh, exactly. I can activate a part of them (laughs) that Mm -hmm. wants to express themselves in a bigger way. Then that's my responsibility as I choose it to be. Nice. Awesome.
2: Yeah, that sounds good. So, yeah, focusing on um, what you can do, what you can uh, activate in others to uh, kind of speak out, maybe take action, be purposeful with what they're doing. Um, that, I like that. Uh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just taking notes here. Sorry.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm calling out the spiritual f- folks in particular because we're the brightest lights on the planet. We're the ones with the highest level of consciousness available to us, the ones who have reaped the most lessons of life and learned to manage our emotions and learned to see the oneness of humanity. Yet when it comes down to it, our time is more spent going to Bali to nourish ourselves and our spirit than it is addressing these horrible tragedies that are happening around the world and justifying it with, I don't want to lower my vibration or... (laughs) <laughs> I'm too busy," or whatever their rationalization is, and Marianne Williamson is one of my influences with Be The Bridge, no question, where she just says, enough already. We have to get off the sidelines and onto the front lines. Nice. Nice. Okay. That's good. That's good
2: stuff. So that gives me some ideas here. Okay, perfect. And. Um, as I was looking online, John, do you have anywhere uh, any kind of um, bio or introduction somewhere that I can can read to introduce you with? Anything in particular that you would want me to include?
1: I would need to. Uh, it would have been nice if you told me ahead of time. I would have. I come know. Up with
2: him. I know. My bad. I apologize. I was going through all your stuff, and I was like, "He's got to have stuff." I got yeah, a couple.
1: Update okay, one. Uh, let's see, I mean, I can just create a paragraph right now with you, I mean, I've done this enough, (laughs) (laughs) because you want to record it now, right, and then just, like, dive into it and just be uninterrupted and not have to go back and do anything, right? Right,
2: yeah, that would be ideal. And I can just take bullets here if, uh, yeah, if... If you want to yeah, if you want to type something that way, I make sure to hit all the things that you want me to say then uh, then that would be probably best and I do apologize for not getting something to you earlier. That's called alright.
1: Uh, I got you at gmail.com. at gmail.com? Yes sir. Sure. Right Actually, you know what? I have the um, event right. Let me just paste that real quick. Just take a quick look at that. Yeah, this will work. I'm going to send you this link right now on Facebook. Okay. There you are. Perfect.
2: There we go. Nice. Perfect. Okay. Twenty bucks. Nice, okay. Perfect, okay, sweet. Yeah, that's perfect. Cool. All right. So, yeah, what I'll do is um, I'll do the introduction, I'll uh, read through your intro, welcome you onto the show, and then um, get into, uh, you know, what is your big focus right now, um, what are your big goals, you know, uh, that you just launched, Tiny House Block, and, uh, you know, getting a lot of... Attention from that recent features on ABC News, and you've also got this really neat event, Be the Bridge, and uh, then we can just kind of go into it from there, okay? Sounds great,
1: and we're doing about an hour, is that right?
2: Um, I've got uh, actually till uh, about one, so I've got about forty-five minutes.
1: All right, I'm ready when you hard.
2: are. All right, perfect. Oh, and then at the end, is there any um, specific? Uh, place that you would like to send people online or connect with you or any calls to action that you want to make sure we hit on?
1: Yeah, I got three. One would be be the bridge 2019.eventbrite.com. other uh, is tinyhouseblock.com, and I'll share my personal email address too. If anyone resonates with anything I've shared, they can reach out to me, Johnblockcreations.gmail.: Okay, perfect.
2: And I'll ask you for your, all that at the end and let you plug it. But just want to make sure. Be the Bridge 2019. At eventbrite
1: uh, Dot. And you got to be. It's pretty fickle. You cannot put the www. It has to be hmm. Be the Bridge 2019. Com. Yeah, I found that out like an hour ago. I'm oh my like, gosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh, I wonder if that's created problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: fun technology things Mm -hmm. all right very good john so i'm going to be quiet for about three seconds and then i will uh clap three times and then i'm going to be quiet again and then i'll go into the introduction okay okay all right perfect Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special guest. Today's guest is a man named John Block, who I've had the good fortune to know for a while here, and John Block has actually led... Over a hundred seminars in the personal growth and entrepreneur training space. Uh, he was the founder of Speaker Venture, a multiple six-figure seminar company that trains spiritual business owners to master their on-stage presentations from the inside out. He has spoken across the country on 500 plus stages and was named one of the top 20 conscious entrepreneurs of the year. Currently, John is the co-founder, along with his sister Melissa, of Tiny House Block. As San Diego's first ever Tiny House Village, Tiny House Block provides short term and long term housing and hosts personal growth and music and arts events celebrating unity through diversity. John loves international travel, red wine, and conversations that go way below the surface. So please help me welcome Mr. John Block.
1: All right, all right. Thank you, Winston. (laughs) So great to be with you. Good to see you. Yeah,
2: John, I really appreciate you being on the show today. And um, yeah, thank you so much for being here. I know you've got so many exciting things going on, and I can't wait to dive in and hear more about what you're doing. I know that you've got the Tiny Block House community that you've been building. You've got this really exciting event, Be the Bridge 2019, coming up. Uh, share with us what, what you're doing, what's driving you for making all these things happen.
1: I had a real shaky <laughs> past 12 months, and I think it's important to start with that. Uh, this time a year ago, I was living in Colorado. I was married, and I was a full-time speaker venture. Seven years I've been doing that lean seminars, charging clients $5,000 apiece to participate in the three-day seminars to work on their stage presentations. Then the shakeup happened when uh, my wife said, I want a divorce. <laughs> and anyone who's been through that kind of experience, I imagine that shakes something up in you. And for me, uh, it was this journey of self exploration. I went to Europe by myself for a month and realigned some of my priorities. I saw how much of my ego was driving a lot of speaker venture and the idea of. Uh, Being important, being the man and the larger social impact of the work was not really being expressed, I felt. And my own creativity and need to expand into something that was a new challenge for me wasn't being met. And I also decided to move back to San Diego where I grew up and obviously where you and I met and decided to join the family business and my sister had got a hold of a RV park uh, with the intention of turning it into San Diego's first ever tiny house village. Now, I'm not a huge tiny house guy the way some people are just fanatical about it, and these people are amazing. I've gotten to meet a lot of them in the past six months. Uh, it just seemed like a nice challenge to get into. Uh, I like real estate as an industry. and. The idea of community uh, was really what sparked most to me about it, one that could really stand for some of my core values uh, that you mentioned, unity through diversity, uh, celebrating the arts and self-development, and this could really be a hub for that. It's going really well. Uh, ABC News did a big segment on us last week, and that caught a lot of attention uh, our way. So I've been fielding requests from all directions now, which has been fun and exciting. I still answer every message myself. And uh, ramping up to be doing events uh, this summertime And then, as you mentioned, the Be The Bridge event coming up too.
2: Yeah, that's a really exciting event. I've already got my ticket, so I can't wait to go there and network with uh, and just meet and hear from these people that are really deep into this. And as you said, you know um, that this is something that it, you're very community oriented. And uh, and another thing that really drew me to you, and I remember you know years ago that you were doing uh, events that brought together people in the arts and music and community and that's such a neat thing to be able to see where you are now and what you're doing and how you're building that out with the tiny house community is this something that is um, you know i know you said you you joined into your family business you didn't have quite that tiny house passion at first that you know so many folks uh, are starting to develop how at what point did you start to really buy into it at what how how is this affecting your your life is this your day job is this something you do just for fun what is tiny house block for you
1: I'm not really capable of doing anything from a transactional standpoint I can't stand transactional relationships so if I have a transactional relationship with my career That's got a very short life uh, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it'll just run out of interest for me, and I'll sabotage it. I'll find some way to just get myself out of it. So what I know is that I'm very mission-oriented and very much about providing value, doing something that ignites my passion and trusting the money will show up. Obviously, you got to apply some keen business sense to make any business work, and I do my best <laughs> to do that. It doesn't always work out, but I do my best with the business sense part, but the mission part is just a non-negotiable. Uh, for me, it has to be really be meaningful. For me, with tiny house block, what I do find most meaningful about it is minimalism. That's certainly one piece that I've been interested in. Uh, I think that so many times, in the states were obsessed with our McMansions and our status and the coaching industry, which at one point I thought was going to be somehow above all that because we're so enlightened, so I thought, in the coaching industry. In fact, uh, myself very much included was just as obsessed with the McMansions. the six-figure uh, threshold, the breakthrough, and then once you do that, then the seven-figure, then the eight-figure, and conversion rates, and closing from stage, and stuff that I was all very, very party to in contributing to this tenancy and through the clients that I served as well. and Through that process, I really tried to do my own work about being as conscious as possible around why do I want to make money? What's the Driver behind this? Is it ego? Is it showing my parents I'm not a loser? (laughs) Is it to (laughs) impress others? What is really my driver behind this? And does that really link up with my core commitments of peace, harmony, happiness? And I found that generally having fewer possessions and fewer clutter gives you a clearer mind, allows you to achieve more, and you can just travel more. Like possessions are like weights on our shoulders, I believe. And some of them will make us stronger, oftentimes they won't, so just weigh us down. So casting those aside is important to me. Also, being in tiny houses, uh, you can't stay inside all the time. You'll get pretty antsy. So you have to, especially this beautiful summer weather that we're now enjoying finally, uh, you have to get out of your tiny house. and. This is where the community really comes alive. We have some wonderful fire pit areas and grass field areas, and each tiny house has its own porch and backyard and patio area, so you can come mingle uh, with others and really unglue yourself from technology and drop in and have deeper conversations, people from all walks of life. This is one of my inspirations when I was in Europe for a month, is how much I enjoyed staying in hostels. And that's what I did for that month was just stay in hostels as a solo traveler and just be able to meet people from all over and have conversations I would otherwise not get to have uh tiny house blocks very much in that spirit too
2: yeah wow that's that's really neat and I like that you've got that experience with the hostels the you know h- hanging out with folks getting rid of the possessions, dropping those weights, getting them glued, connecting with people through mm-hmm these community areas that you guys have with the tiny houses and, you know, how that relates to your experience with the hostels, I think is really, really neat. Another thing you said earlier that I thought was really neat was um, that you're not into transactional type uh, things. You're more into mission-oriented projects. And I see how your mission of connecting people and connecting community and finding unity through diversity really ties into what you're doing with the tiny house block, and I, I know that you've also got this, this kind of other side, the Be The Bridge, which is uh, an event, and how does that tie into this whole thing? Because it sounds like there's a lot of overlap, a lot of synergy with what you're building with communities and this kind of um, mission that you're on to connect people and, and unify people. How does that play into this bigger picture?
1: The way I see it is that you can think of it as one large trajectory uh, that we're on. This is how I see it anyhow, and I'm certainly not here to tell anyone. This is how they should see it as well. (laughs) I am here to offer this point of view, that there's a trajectory of point A is where we are right now, where there are more uh, personal growth books accessible than ever before. There's more people calling themselves life coaches than ever before. More people hiring these coaches, reading these books. Uh, nearly one out of three people now consider themselves to be spiritual in the U.S. So that's what's so. And what's also so right now is that hate crime is on the rise. Uh, public shootings have been a regular occurrence. I remember back in 99 when Columbine happened, it was how could anything like this possibly happen? It was completely unheard of. Now the regularity and non-surprising nature of it is just, I'm uh, beyond words, actually, to really communicate what that says about us uh, as as a culture. So those are some of the things that and I could go on about, and you can kind of fill in the blanks yourself of what social issues and what gets between people uh, that you see present if you're listening to this. And that's just where point A is right now. Now point B, as I see it, is a world of equality where no one is stopped ever, whether in career, whether it's in the pursuit of their happiness or their liberty, is ever stopped on account of race, religious preference, sexual preference or orientation, I should say. or. Uh, their gender or sex, anything could stop them from that. The only thing that could stop them would be, say, their limiting beliefs, which they can <laughs> hire a life coach for, I suppose. But the idea is nothing on the external on account of those qualities could ever stop them. And this, to me, is a world of equality. Now, as I look to how to get from point one to point point A to point B, one way is through tiny house block, which is very much an easy way into that where it's a getaway destination, it's a really fun high vibe retreat, resort village we call it, in the mountains, you'll meet awesome people, you relax, you'll unplug from your devices none of our houses have TVs in them, that's by design, <laughs> nice. you'll be able to connect with your higher self in this particular way. And that's uh, really valuable, I love it, it's a big part of my mission. And it presents, as I said, an easy entry uh, into that point A to point B. Now, it occurred to me that it's incomplete if that's all I did. Uh, Just given what I'm called to do, what excites me, the type of people that I could really get with. And it's the leaders, the ones who have done a lot of spiritual spiritual work and self-development work already, and are looking to take it further. That's what excites me about the Be The Bridge event. It's one where it's self-curated, meaning that you're gonna opt in whether you feel called to be there or not, and I really specify that this is for the spiritual community, that if you identify as someone as spiritual, then you can join us in coming together at this event to see how we can move the needle and move us as humanity towards point B, this place of equality and ending bigotry once and for all. I believe that there's a collective conversation that we all share as a spiritual community. I've been having this conversation a lot with people over <laughs> dinners and glasses of red wine <laughs> primarily <laughs> in all settings actually where it's there's this large agreement that we can be more and we can do more. And it's really exciting. So this event is bringing those people together. We have Various organizations whom I believe are moving us towards equality, uh, whether it's Stonewall Citizens Patrol, which gives people the opportunity to patrol the streets of Hellcrest to keep the LGBTQ community safe. Uh, I volunteer for them personally. Defy Ventures, which takes you into prisons so you can come face-to-face with some of the gaps in our social classes and race uh, classes. and a lot of that gets transformed, as someone who went there last month, I can say that I was transformed just as much, if not more, than the inmates or residents, I should say, that we were mentoring. There's the Greatness Foundation, which is really about bridging the gap with us, and Mexico is one of their missions, so I'm going down to Mexico to build houses there, why? Because. I feel like I got too much white privilege going on, honestly, and I need to see the other side a lot more. Same reason I went to Europe is to really um, shake things up myself and celebrate the multiculturalism. So, this is one step towards that. It's definitely not the end-all solution. It's just the next thing for me right now to be putting this out in the world. I'm really excited about the people that are going to be there in this room and we all have a commitment to take real action afterwards. I intend very much during the opening to say that if you plan to take no action after this event and instead just be <laughs> inspired but not take action, then just leave right now. This is not the event. Uh, for you, we really want to call forth people that are looking to take it to their own next level with addressing some of these equality issues.
2: Wow, that's really exciting! So, yeah, an action-oriented event. You've got a, a few great exhibitors that you just shared with us, and, and exhibitors that, that you are personally involved with um, participating in these things, which I think is really uh, walking the walk or walking the talk, and uh, very exciting to. Uh, to be attending. I'm looking forward to it. So with this big picture, this community, this uh, movement from point A to point B, how, what would you say is something that people who are maybe not able to attend this event, but they feel called to this, they, they like what you're saying, they're, they're thinking, gosh, I, I wish something like this was happening in my area. Do you see this as something that you're going, going to be bringing out Um, on a larger scale or is this something that you're hoping that people who attend this event are going to be doing what is your vision if you have one for for expanding it beyond the physical you know we're here in San Diego so super convenient for me fortunately Uh, for folks that are maybe not quite as local um, do you have any plans of of bringing this uh, and spreading this through uh, any kind of live events or online or anything like that
1: yeah it's Two ways of expanding is what I'm seeing right now and we all know as creative people, which you very much are Winston, I know, things evolve and this is part of the beauty is being able to dance with the evolution and allow it to speak to you and make it a partnership versus like I'm the one controlling the puppet strings. I definitely don't see it that way. This is a partnership with the calling. or. Uh, you might say humanity that is how I see it, There's a partnership meant to emerge. That said, from right now in this moment, I do see it expanding two ways. One is having larger Be The Bridge Summit events where it could be, say, a two-day or three-day event and having someone like Marianne Williamson, whom I believe is a great example of someone that has gotten off the spiritual sidelines and onto the front lines. And Her way of doing that is running for president. And it's not lost on me that she is entering the Democratic Party and the two-party system and all that, then she's inherently <laughs> separatist <laughs> and I can only imagine the conflict she deals with on a daily basis around that and at the same time the rest of us can step up in bigger ways which leads to the second thing I was seeing is that those who attend Be The Bridge, whether this event or future ones, to be catalyzed inspired to put off <coughs> their own events or their own film productions, their own projects that really bring humanity together who would otherwise not come together. I think of uh, Israeli, Palestine, or uh, different races, blacks and whites, or there might be some gaps and separation between them, old and young, men and women, you know, something like the Me Too movement has polarized certain groups and certain camps, and the question is who are we going to be? about it and for me, it's an honor and privilege to be providing whatever guidance and resources I can to empower someone to go out and do these events and uh, make that kind of difference. And I believe firmly that when you come from light, it always works out. When you're coming from some darkness or some shady uh, agenda, I shouldn't call it shady but just a personal agenda, that's where people can get defensive. And this is one reason why I am focusing on the spiritual community for this, because the light is so bright, the energy is so clean and clear with the people that I've gotten the privilege of becoming close friends with, and the ones that have already RSVP'd this event. I know this is where they're coming from, they're willing to do the inner work, and thus are the perfect ones to hold space for this kind of transformation in the world.
2: Wow. Nice. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And, um, that, you know, I don't uh, honestly go out to very many events. I'm uh, very much, I homebody these days. I spent a lot of years going out as, um, you know, you may have guessed, uh, you know, as a, as an artist, as a performer, as a producer promoter of events myself for many years, that was something, you know, I did and I loved it and I had a great time. And then, uh, in recent years, it's just one of those things I haven't, uh, I do pretty much whatever I can to not go out on the weekends. Right. And, uh, but this is an event when I, when I saw it, when I saw you, uh, publish it and you, you know, thank you again for the invitation. It was something I did feel called to. It's like, okay, well, you know, this is something I should probably get out of bed for, right? It's something, even though I'm, I'm I know I'm working that day, I'm going to be, uh, busy, but this is something that I feel is important that I feel that is, um, a good thing to to be at and to talk with other people that are going to be there, to be able to see what people are working on and see where there's an opportunity to support them and see where there's an opportunity for them to support me and what I'm doing. And I think it ties in um, on a lot of levels that I think are really exciting right now. So what first caught my eye before um, I heard about your – your be the bridge event um the tiny house block caught my eye because one i'm in real estate i've been in real estate for a lot of years and it's something i'm really drawn to and that you were building it with this this kind of um mission you know the mission i think of what you're doing and what you're talking about really shines through in in what you're doing and i think that that's so cool to see so much alignment with your mission and what you're actually doing in the world that that's something that was attractive to me that i want to see see it up you know, I wanted to make it out to the to the event, the open house. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to for uh, the tiny house block, but I'm sure that my family and I will make it out there one of these days soon. And uh, just being a part of what you're putting together is very exciting to see how you're bringing these people together. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of opportunities for for people to get involved that that see themselves as part of this the light, as you say, right? The people that are maybe have had experiences in the past, the uh, mystical experiences or spiritual experiences or whatever, that feel like they might want to contribute to others that are trying to find their way or who have found it but gotten lost along the way. And how can we help bring those people together to, to amplify that and work together? And so I love what you're doing, John. Um, are there any things that you would want people to know maybe about what you're doing or about um, what you've done in the past that you feel would help somebody take action in their own lives, that you feel that like, hey, gosh, if I would have known this 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and if I could tell a younger version of myself this, um, you know, with what I do in life, that, that I would love to hear that. What would you want to share with people in that position maybe?
1: I can tell you what I did, which is I consciously reallocated the amount of time I spent on social media and put that time towards volunteering and getting out in my communities. And what I found is that, you know, to your point about hardly getting out of the house nowadays, I totally feel you on that. Now, you and I are about the same age, so there's this sense of kind of been there, done that. and those things really can take our energy when you go out, yet when you're doing the right things like volunteering and I would consider Be The Bridge to be one of those things that if you're at this event, it's the right thing for you to be at, these things will give you energy. You'll leave practically dancing on air and that's how I felt at the Five Ventures and anytime time I've said yes to this call to really show up for others and that's what Be The Bridge is about. That would be a big thing there is the reallocation of time from social media into volunteering to not make excuses. Uh, That's a mind trap, just like it was a mind trap that I had of I'm not good at business, I'm the creative type, I don't like... Uh, focusing on numbers, let that be someone else's job. I don't like being salesy because I have to feel like a sleaze bag when I do it. Oh, networking is so awkward. These are all just mental traps. Every single one was just a belief system that I had. And When people get to a certain point, I've noticed they set up mental traps. They get sneakier, these mental traps, mm-hmm. because it could sound like I just want to relax at home and rejuvenate myself because I had a long day at work. And it makes all the justification and you get a lot of agreements around that. No one's going to think you're nuts, especially at a certain age or above, they'll say good for you. And I believe that there's something really big missing with that. Depression is a big issue nowadays and you and I are at that age, Winston, where we're entering into what is the fastest growing population for suicide. It's men between the ages of 40 and 65. Right. I mean, maybe we're already in that bracket. I don't know right. your exact age. <laughs> okay, I'm getting close. 39 this year. <laughs> so this is not lost uh, on me as well. And I believe that there's a correlation between depression and suicide rising the way it is, and the fact that volunteering and showing up for your community is a source of joy and fulfillment and gives you energy. Like these are pretty indisputable facts, right? Everything I just said about this is a fact and there's a linkage there that is not being thoroughly explored. How can we reduce the depression and suicide say on an individual level and then by extension on a societal level? by doing do more volunteering, more showing up, things that are not related to making money or on personal satisfaction of a Netflix show or even getting a massage or going on a spiritual retreat, which I think are very nice things to be doing. I enjoy my Netflix quite a bit, <laughs> yet to decide that that's a full life is just inaccurate, I believe. Not when there's this much depression uh, and a dissatisfaction uh, going on, and I do believe as a side note, social media does aggravate. Uh, a good deal of that you know uh, from that standpoint of comparison and all that and it doesn't allow it's not an outlet for showing up the way that volunteering and really consciously making a difference in the lives of others is
2: wow yeah that's that is um really really interesting perspective on that and things that i personally haven't really thought too much i mean not not that i'm not familiar with, with what you're saying and haven't personally experienced what you're saying. You're right. I, yeah, I turned 40 this year, so I'm definitely aware of uh, a lot of what you're sharing there. And um, and what is interesting to me is um, the idea of showing up for your community was something you said a little earlier, which I think is neat to think that by you or me or someone out there listening to consider the impact that that person could have by going to an event like this and, and the, what you bring to that community instead of just um, like, oh, I should go to support my friend who's doing this event, right? Or, um, oh, they're doing this thing and, you know, it's just good. Uh, you know, I guess I got to go. But I guess, you know, I think it's neat that you're tying in this, this thing that is happening uh, along uh, at a very high rate and more and more, right? And in the social media aspect of it where we're seeing, and I I talk to to people all across the U.S. all day, every day. That's my job, right? I'm I'm talking with business owners. And it's interesting to me to hear so many of them um, that get down on themselves for feeling like they're not accomplishing enough or not accomplishing it fast enough. And when we dig down into it, uh, a big part of that Feeling is that they are seeing people, their peers in on social media sharing their wins, sharing their successes, and, you know, there's a part of them that's happy for them, right? Oh, good job, you. You crushed it. Great job. We're really excited for you. Keep going, right? But then there's also that part of, like, oh, my gosh, well, that means I'm behind. That means I'm slacking. Oh, I haven't done that yet. Oh, I'm not good enough yet. I must not be – you know, uh, valuable enough, or, you know, and you can see how that can start to play on people's self-worth, their opinions of what their, you know, feelings are, and and that can tie into the depression and the suicide, and, you know, it it can become a downward spiral, and especially when we are, then, you know, those of us that are maybe a little bit more uh, not wanting to go out, right, and wanting to spend some time alone as you said there's plenty of reasons we can find that are very good and we can find all sorts of supporting reasons why we did deserve to take the day off and stay home and not do anything but what you're sharing is so valuable I think for the other side of that it's like yeah okay are, how fulfilled are you going to feel after watching binging on you know hours of Netflix you know mm-hmm. we think we can all say how we're going to feel after that right
1: yeah so to your earlier question in terms of how to view this differently, how to go about it differently, whether you're able to join us at Be The Bridge, this event or future events or not, what I would like to invite anyone to consider is how can you make social activism a priority for you, the same way as you would making money, spending time with your family. Just consider that given the state of the world right now, that this is deserving of being a priority. Just for consideration, to say that what this would be like as a priority. Now for that to work, some of the viewpoints about what social activism is have to shift. So this idea of oh being a part of an angry march with picket signs and a lot of yelling for me, if that's all the only way social activism could look like, no thank you. Right. I would just watch stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Get massages, work in my business, anything but that. Right. Yet, when you do it in such a way that gives you energy and vitality and a real sense of purpose that you can't get from these other things, then I would say it's a priority for those reasons. Purpose, fulfillment, happiness, connectedness with others, wow, man, I meet the most amazing people in the context of volunteering and showing up. And not just for, quote, my community, for the other person's community, whether it's uh, the gay community, right, myself as a straight male, for me it was exciting to be able to show up for the gay community, because I could show up for other straight men, <laughs> yet I'm not going to get my feathers ruffled as much by that, and what I mean by that is the transformation and growth and being able to impact and them being able to see me as an ally. That to me is exciting, there's real uh, vitality and juice uh, in that. So that's what I invite anyone to consider, what it would be like to make this a priority, knowing what's on the other side of it continually. Is that sense of purpose, happiness, fulfillment, amazing people that you're going to meet, and what would it be like on the wheel of life to put that right up there? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah,
2: and you touched on a, a couple of things I think that were really important to just kind of go over again real quick here. Um, you, when you said, you know, how to make social activism a priority, and you talked about purpose and fulfillment and showing up not just for your own community but for other people's communities. And I think one of the big things, and, and you talked about this, um, maybe it was uh, earlier in our conversation, but you you talked about how when you get to a certain level financially, let's say success. You know, we we both you've with your previous businesses, and and you've helped a lot of other business owners make it big and become successful, become coaches, right? The coaching um, <laughs> industry, and and how you know oh, I have got that six figures, okay, cool. Now seven figures. Now eight. Now we just want to blow this up, and um and yet there's sometimes the missing out on the purpose or the fulfillment aspect of it, and despite that financial. Um, you know transaction kind of oriented experience so how do you um, you know when you're talking about purpose and fulfillment is there a way that you feel you are able to um, help people experience that more or that what you're doing here in any way shape or form can help people to experience
1: more of that for themselves For me, I use as my compass what lights me up. Where do I get the most energy? For me, it's being in community. It's being around others who are open-hearted, open-minded, who want to go as deep as possible with conversations, who want to have their existing beliefs challenged so that they can grow, evolve, become better, more compassionate, light-filled versions of themselves there's nothing more exciting than to be part of rooms like that and events like that. That's why I am doing Be the Bridge, is a big reason why, because it's the event I would most want to attend. It's the thing that would, yeah, I make that a priority, to be at an event like that. Someone else, it could be, uh, you know, I have a filmmaking background, so I think of there's a part of me that whenever I watch a documentary like, White Right, Meeting the Enemy, which is a wonderful film on Netflix that this uh, Middle Eastern woman made in which she interviews neo-Nazis, the entire white supremacist uh, coalition in the states. Uh, She sat down with several of them, and you see how through this place of curiosity and compassion, she opens her eyes, and many of them have their hearts changed as a result of spending time with her to where their public relations director retired, said he couldn't go on anymore preaching this message of hate and white supremacy. So that, to me, is a beautiful example of Bia Khan is her name from that film. I highly recommend it on Netflix, White Right, Meeting the Enemy. Someone could be inspired to make a short film in which they chronicle this, start a YouTube channel, a music project that brings together people from different sides. You know, I gravitate towards the arts uh, myself, and. One of the things I'm excited about is seeing what other ideas that people come up with at the Bridge, ideas for projects, and how we can collectively launch these and support them and see them through. Very
2: cool, and I think that you are a shining example of that and living it and doing it, so thank you for
1: that i am doing my best, Winston. I can't always promise it'll be fantastic, but I promise (laughs) I'll do my best. (laughs) You
2: know, that's all we can do, right? So very cool, John, very cool. Well, um, you know, I really appreciate your time. You've shared so much about what you're doing and all the things you have going on in your mission and, you know, how you see... uh, your current mission and and how you can really make change. So are there things, if there was um, any big takeaways that you would hope people walk away from from this interview, uh, you know, remembering or thinking about or doing. I love you gave us a couple of really good ones. Um, you know, showing up for your community, how to make social activism a priority. If people wanted to get more involved with some of the things that you're doing, um, you know, let's let's start with uh, the tiny house block. Is this something that if somebody wanted to, uh, you know, rent a rent a tiny house for a day or a week or a month? What kind of, um, you know. What kind of things can they look forward to can they are they able to what's what's going on over there from from that perspective
1: yeah the best way to familiarize yourself with it is to go to our website tinyhouseblock.com and you'll see that we provide short-term and long-term housing so yeah as you mentioned whether it's just one night you can do that, book that vacation. If you're hiking and just want to unplug, stay spend the night at a tiny house as a couple, as an individual, as a family, uh, we'd love to have you there. And if you're looking for something uh, beyond that, you know, we've had people book it for a month because they want to work on their book. know I think that's really wonderful. People who decide that they want to make this their permanent home and just really commit to this life out in the, in nature, and just make that a priority, I really, uh, I'm just blown away by some of those people. I mean, I live in the city (laughs) myself. I would have some challenges uh, with that. There are options uh, around that as well. Uh, The houses range from 170 to 500 square feet. Each one is uniquely designed and themed, so no two are alike, whether it's farmhouse, blue sky, Sedona Spirit, Wild West House. We have a cannabis-themed house as well, just for fun. (laughs) Uh And we uh, it's about raising consciousness as well it 's not about just acting stupid uh that's definitely, uh, the trajectory that 's on so uh that's tiny house block. Uh, I still answer every message that comes through, so if you want to get in contact, just send a message and happy to support you from there. We do tours uh, as you mentioned, Winston, so you can come uh take one of our tours as well, in which we open up all the tiny houses, and those are fun. Uh, we often times barbecue and have music and other events happening concurrently inside of the tour.
2: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, uh, the footage uh, that I've seen just looks so, so exciting and neat, such a unique opportunity for people to get out in the nature, um, get unglued from their uh, technology and, you know, that we're all so much glued to for the most part. and be able to connect with nature and, and the community there, that's a really, really neat thing. So definitely uh, be sure to go to tinyhouseblock.com to uh, in- learn more about that. And then the other uh, big exciting thing that you have going on, John, is uh, the be the bridge. So if somebody wanted to learn more about that or get more involved with that, what would be the best way to uh, learn more?
1: You can go to our web page for it: be the bridge 2019.eventbrite.com. Uh, I'll note, do not type www for whatever reason that confuses Eventbrite. So just be the bridge 2019.eventbrite.com. Uh, you'll see some of what I'm saying plus more in greater detail in terms of what's behind this event, the kind of folks that are going to be there, and. I just invite you to just drop in and with yourself and see if you feel called, just like how you did, Winston, when you saw it, you just knew that you were meant to be there, made it a priority, bought your ticket, and confirmed yourself to be there. We've had several others who feel that way as well. This is not really a heady rationalization, back and forth uh, type thing. You Either know whether you're gonna be enriched by being there or not. It'll strike you as a complete waste of time. <laughs> I have no judgment this way. <laughs> Do, do you on that right. one? <laughs> uh, you can always email me as well. I'll note that uh, anyone if you resonate with Be the Bridge or Tiny House Block, you can email me personally. Again, I answer every email. It's John Block Creations, J O N B L O C K Creations at gmail dot com, and I'm happy to connect further through that way too.
2: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, John, for your time. I know that you're busy entrepreneur and business owner and um, out there just making making it happen. You know, you're one of those guys that you're, you're a doer and, and a person that puts these things together. So it's always been really exciting to see what you do and what you create and uh, your passion for it. So I really appreciate all that you do and uh, you're spending some time here with me and my listeners. So thank you so much for that. Um, any final uh, things that you'd like to say before we let you get back to it?
1: I just want to say thank you, Winston, for doing this. I know it's a big commitment to be doing these interviews, and I believe so much in the power of conversation. I personally get a lot more from having a dialogue with someone than to listen to one person talk over and over and over again. I just believe from a listener standpoint, having the dialogue format is so much more enriching. So thank you for doing this and giving me the opportunity to express some of the things in my heart. Uh, with your listeners and yeah I just really commend each of us for doing the best we can every day questioning what is truth and what is not what is our next level of evolution I believe these are the key things to be asking ourselves every day does not have to be torturous come from, from a place of curiosity and adventure to ask these questions
2: absolutely that's awesome Well, thank you again, John. Really appreciate your time and all that you're doing. So once again, everybody out there, you can check out tinyhouseblock.com as well as, without the www, just start with the bethebridge com, and you can reach out to John at johnblockcreations at com. So thank you so much, John, for your time and energy and all that you're out there, you know, all the things you're doing and creating out there. Really amazing to see, and uh, I'm excited to be a part, at least in some small way of it. So I look forward to keeping uh, listeners here in tune and uh, in touch with what you're doing. And to everybody out there uh, listening, thank you so much for your time and your energy and focus here. And so until next time, my friends, be flowing. Awesome, John. Thank you so much.
1: Oh My pleasure. That was a lot of fun. You have a real great sense of the format. I think it comes from your DJ experience.
2: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you. I appreciate I that. I mean, not what
1: you're a good DJ makes you a good interviewer. Right.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. I appreciate it. Well, I will let you get uh back on with your day and I'll keep you posted as I get the uh show um produced and and as we get closer to launching it and um I'll try to uh give you some warning so we can um you know, I can start to promote it and get it out there.
1: Yeah, when do you think that might be typically?
2: Yeah, probably um so I would say probably about 2 weeks.
1: Oh, okay. So we'll be after the be the bridge of it.
2: When let's see, June twenty sixth. Oh, on
1: Wednesday. On Wednesday.
2: I could I could maybe get it out by the twenty fourth. Um I usually launch them on Mondays, So the twenty fourth, I think uh I think I might be able to do that if we can get it if, yeah, let me shoot for that. Let me uh put that on the notes here.
1: So yeah, I follow it.
2: Yeah. Give it a little extra promotional support for sure for that. So I will make that happen. Cool. So Monday the 24th, and uh, and I will get these uh, show notes with the contact information for both of those um, websites, and then uh, I will send that info over to you as soon as I have it published.
1: Okay, great. Any feedback for me of how I could have spoken differently? It showed up differently?
2: I think you crushed it. I think that was awesome. <laughs> okay. really
1: enjoyed yeah. this morning. Earlier i meant that it's so good for-
2: awesome thank you i appreciate that yeah well i'm excited for what you're doing john and uh, really looking forward to supporting you with it and i uh, appreciate you being being here on the show and i uh, definitely want to help promote it and get the word out about what you're doing so thank you again
1: yeah thank you winston appreciate all your support all right i'll see you a week from wednesday at be the bridge anyone else you want to let know about it like Clinton, for instance, I'd love to see him. Uh, yeah,
2: I'll definitely let Clinton know. I I did talk to my brother. I think my brother and his girlfriend will be showing up, so um, so I'll introduce you when uh, when they come out.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah. All right. All right take care, John. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye.